Is this thing on? Oh no, please stop. You had to know that I was gonna go there. Our our air purifier is currently going at like full fucking speed right now. And I think it's just because it's trying to suck up all of your bullshit. <gasps> That's so fucked up. I was not expecting you to go there. Yeah, well I fucking did. It's four years. I'm going off the rails, everybody. It's a new dawn. You're gonna drag me this whole episode. Yeah. That's what we should do. It's Absolutely. the opposite day episode. <laughs> this is Coffee with Chris. Test, test, test. No. This is Coffee with Riss. I'm Chris. I'm Rachel. Oh my god. What? <laughs> what? We're switching. <laughs> Why are you Riss and I'm still Rachel? What? No, like it's the names combined again, but in a different way. Instead of it being Rachel, it's Riss. That's dumb. <laughs> okay, so is the name Coffee with Rachel. Oh, God, guys. Um, all right, fine. It's Coffee with Riss. You're Chris, and I'm Rachel. Yes. Uh. And today we're drinking oolong tea. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not drinking it, we're just kind of absorbing it through osmosis. Yes. Um, <laughs> we have many planned and coordinated segments today this is a highly regimented episode um Bef- and that's what it's going to be like from here on out um, but first i have a water fact <laughs> did you know that water is vital for our survival as humans wow i didn't i'm shocked honestly yeah did you know that uh it's wet Okay. Okay. I really thought he was onto something because there was like a fire in his eyes, but he had absolutely nothing to offer. That fire is me burning this show to the ground with my shit. Yes. Um, Anyway, so if you, I don't know if we titled it as such or whatever. Our title is going, don't assume anything about the title. It's going to be something fucking stupid. The first rule, don't assume the title. It will give you no context about... Anything that happens in the show. The contents of the content. Um, so it is August 2nd right now. Our official anniversary is like, no, it is the 2nd? It, it's the 2nd. Why yeah. do I always think it's the 4th? Because you're fucked up, honestly, and you don't That's know our t- lore. To be so. honest, I don't know our lore. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, 2015 was such a year that I don't know what dates are anymore. I mean, it was, like, we all know, it was freshly laid off, so who knew what dates were? It's just like, let's fucking start it. So... It is our official four-year anniversary of this. Water with Riss, and <laughs> it is, it's been wacky. It's been wild. It's been unexpected. It's been heartwarming. We've laughed. We've cried all on the show. Mostly have, I've cried. Yeah. Has Chris ever cried on the show? No. Who's to say? That water has never occurred on the show. We've had guests, we've had unexpected guests, a.k.a. sirens and fire alarms and cats. Oh my! We've had spinoff shows such as Tuna Talk. We've had ups and downs. <laughs> yes. We've had good reviews and bad. <laughs> I, don't, I learned very early on, I don't fucking read that shit. <laughs> and we've had, well, like, I... I We've had a lot of love. 
Yes, I was gonna. I was trying to say something with the community, but I was trying to like make a joke. But honestly, there's no joke there. I will. I know we've said this like a million times. I mean, this is the fourth time around, you guys. So the fourth time, Rachel's been around the sun. Um, <laughs> and don't you yeah, love actually, that? Like you orbit. know that you're like one of those people that's like. You can't just say it's like people that say that their babies are like twenty seven months old. Like just, they're two, Karen. They're two and a half. It's, what is the point you're making? I'm lost. But, <laughs> that's the show, Chris. You're always going to be lost. You're never going to know where I'm going next. I take a left turn just when you expect me to make an old right. Put on your turn signal, and so then that way I know. <laughs> I get into a cul de sac, and we don't know what goes on out there. A roundabout, if you will. But you, you know, what's worse, someone saying that their baby is 32 months old or the person on their birthday, one, a person that celebrates half birthdays, and two, a person that says, it's, it's always like a mid-20s bitch, it's my 25th year around the sun, lap around the sun. Oh my god. What do you think's worse? I think it's babies that are 34 months old. Yeah. It requires me to do math, and I don't care enough about your kid to do math. (laughs) So, that's, that's all I have that. to say. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, where was I going with this? That's all just to say that uh, we like you guys. Yes. You guys are kind of cool. We like you guys a lot. You know, we'll do a premature clink mm-hmm. to that. Wow. Okay, that's our show, guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs> see you next week. <laughs> see you on the next trip around the moon. <laughs> um, and it, for everyone that has been a patron, a bincho, a member of Flavortown. A uh, Coffee with Rachel gift exchange Rip participant. my brother. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a mug purchaser. A mug purchaser. That's a. That's like, you are, I mean, that's going to be as expensive as a Beanie Baby one Honestly, day. Honestly, I'm going to see in like 30 years, Antiques Roadshow. There's going to be one of our mugs. Shut on. up. <laughs> <laughs> you go to like a Goodwill and it's like a chip. It's actually mug. on Storage Wars and they open it up and it's just like, they see a mug and they're like, oh, that's garbage. No, <laughs> what's going to happen is another another cruise ship is going to sink and there's going to be that guy um, from Twister that's going to come out and he's going to open up a, like a fucking safe and it pours out that like weird warm brown milk chocolate liquid and then they like put a mug into like that little like sheet pan and they pour water over it delicately and then it's just gonna be like Lila's fucking <laughs> cartoon face that's uncovered like Rose's nipple. Yes. That's what's going to happen. Exactly. So that means someone has to be on like a carnival cruise and they have to take the mug in their hand and they have to go, huh and like <laughs> flop it into the ocean. Don't litter yeah, don't don't, don't actually do, don't do actually that. do that. Please no. I do think the salt eventually would erode our faces off. No, we are eternal. Too true, yeah. brother. I'm actually just gonna like, uh, whenever this show ends, I'm gonna put it all on a external hard drive and do that to the ocean. You know, no, we should make there. a time capsule of just this oh, show, and this will I'm be the only thing <laughs> that aliens will know about us. <laughs> we'll send it to Squeezie's home planet. Honestly, they would come back and they would, like, destroy our planet. They'd be like, we can't have this existing anymore. This you know, <laughs> in Parks and Rec, when they do, like, the time capsule and there's, like, the guy that's, like, insisting they put Twilight in there. Yeah, Which yeah. I would also insist. What else would you put in a time capsule? To remember yeah, to our remember um, internet presences. Our internet presences? Um, holy shit. The login to my YouTube channel. Party Rip. Parrot. I... <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. Looking for Alaska would definitely be Okay, in there. can we stop dragging me? <laughs> yeah, um, no, I'm not done yet. <laughs> how about your fucking Achievement Hunter I'm going cakeless t-shirt? Ooh, yeah, that's a good ha. one. Ha! Got you! <laughs> also, your other Minecraft shirt that has, like, fucking... What are they called? Creepers? Yes. Yes, that shirt. You can um, you can put the bare minerals that you use to put makeup on before the first episode of Chris Considers. To be honest, I'm probably still using yeah. that powder. <laughs> Those things are, like, the everlasting makeup. Like, they just don't. And I don't think powder expires. Don't clock um, me on that. So it'd have to be a bag of coffee. There'd have to be an ear of corn, a pumpkin spice latte. Um, one of the soft grunge squeezy phone cases that we don't even have. Like whoa, someone out there has got to have yeah. one of those. That's a vintage Crachel merch. And one of my Bye Bye Phobia shirts, a limited run. I actually, we still have those. Oh, yeah, true. We can put those. But those were like the, they weren't even the good ones. They, yeah, they were, were the prototypes. Yeah. yeah. And they were like really shitty because the the text wasn't like dark it was like sheer they yeah they didn't make it the way that they would it was just more to see like where the design is on the shirt yeah. i did have ha- i've had people ask us if we would ever bring back like the coffee with rachel merch and well no to be honest just because like i don't want to work with another merch store again because i've had bad experiences and i would only like put it through my shit and i'm not going to sell somebody else's Honestly, like, artwork on like, my store i hear yeah. district lines and i shudder yeah. <laughs> Are they still around? I, I feel know, like everyone's not. on Teespring. I feel or like... Or whatever that one that Jeffree Star owns. He owns, like, a giant merch store or whatever. Yeah. Every single thing just gets bought or renamed, rebranded, moved to something. Man. You know, don't talk to me about TikTok. Don't TikTok to you about it? No, don't do that. <laughs> don't. Try to think of any other... Oh, um, birch tree wall decals can go. Oh, yeah, in the that's a good one. Time capsule. Uh, also, Squeezie's like first fossilized turd. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously we have that. Um, you know, people that keep their babies like baby teeth that fall yeah. out. Yeah, that's me with Squeezie. <laughs> <laughs> with their claws, like somewhere we I just actually have, like, have a, a collection shed. of their claws. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like in one of those boxes that have like shells all over that you get at the Jersey Shore. Yes. Anyway, um, wow. Yeah, I don't know what else was going on. <laughs> but anyway, four years. Here's hoping that... You've enjoyed those years. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. From the general consensus of the messages that we receive, it seems to be that you guys like us. And you like Somehow, the show. Somehow. Against all odds. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I People don't are see, still listening. I don't see the appeal, but I mean, go off, guys. I'll be like... <laughs> me looking in the mirror. I don't see the appeal, but go off. <laughs> anyway. Oh, shit. Leo season, we're not supposed to have that kind of mindset right now. We're supposed to feel hot. Mm. A little sexy. I mean, I am temperature-wise. I'm really steamy, I'm so and sweaty. I'm tired of it. Like it's been like two weeks of it being like above eighty. I'm like, fuck it, I'm over it. Yeah, August is always that way for me, where I'm like, I'm out of and here. Honestly, sweetie. July hasn't been that bad. Like we had fucking rain. First of all, like apparently crazy. it poured last night though. I read on Twitter from that guy that we follow that does the weather. Yeah, and he said it like really poured last night. And then when I was walking home today, I did see that there was like rain on one of the like little glass roof things on like a building you know yeah you yeah, walk, yeah like an awning i mean yeah that's what they're called um yeah um architecture is not really my forte so but yeah it's i'm temperature i'm warm i'm yeah. taking a cold shower after this podcast yeah i will probably do that too so let's get into today's 
topics. Yeah. We've got quite a few things to talk about. So first, let's start off with our official movie review of The Lion King in 2019. Yes. Not the original 1994 movie classic. You know us. We don't go to the theater that often. The theater. It's not Miss the Cinema. Yeah. It's not a place that we frequent, but we we made it for Lion King. Honestly, like we, we went to two movies this year. Which what was is the other one? Pikachu. Yes. Okay. So this says a lot about us. <laughs> okay. The last four movies that we've seen in theaters, and they were all when they came out in theaters, obviously. So that shows you how much time spans in between each one. The Pikachu one was the most like recent, and then we saw fucking Lion King. So yeah. those actually weren't that far apart. But it was Lion King just now, Pikachu, Detective Pikachu, A Star Is Born, and then before that it was Dunkirk. Yeah. And that was solely for Harry Styles. Yes. So, and also, I completely vote him in for uh, The Little Mermaid, Prince Eric, because people are like, oh, he can't act. I'm like, he was actually really good in that movie. And who he's cares? so beautiful. Yeah, I mean, who cares? And he can sing. Does Prince Eric sing? I can't fucking remember. <laughs> um, still uh, very upset about the Ursula situation. But after watching Lion King, there's like one tiny little part where Billy Eichner does a little bit from. Uh, fucking Beauty and the Beast and he does a little French accent for it and that entire like two seconds that happened made me think he would make the absolute perfect chef for Ariel the Little Mermaid yeah he's um, got like the a French very chef good guy. um like musical singing oh voice. yeah he's great yeah he uh, okay so let's get into our Lion King thoughts Overall, I think y'all fucking overreacted about like not, not y'all, but like the, uh, the in- critics, the the overarching y'all, which is to include the internet critics, were too critical of this movie. And that's coming from me, who is usually pretty critical of movies. Yeah, and I'm um, not. I that's not to say I have absolutely any um, authenticity to my movie watching self that I should be able to have. Yeah. Any opinions? We have I no. Did. We took one class and fucking. I actually go. took two. Oh, she took two. I took All right, two? she's officially certified. I'm a you certified know. film expert. Um, TM. So yeah, I mean, obviously, my first opinion is fuck Tim Burton. Um, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the, the, so yes. The lions and the animals overall could have had a little bit more emotion in their faces, and it was a little bit weird. Sometimes that they didn't have as much emotion, it could have been a little bit more, but it did not detract from so the entire thing. So I actually watched, um, I think it was Variety. They had John Favreau do a breakdown of like the f- beginning scene, and you know how you've been hearing that there's only one frame or like clip in the whole movie that's live action like not animated yes and it's the very first thing you see where it's the red sunset that's a real still photo or not a still because i think it sets a little bit it's a real shot of africa it's not that's the only one that's not and he did that to like kind of like set the tone where it's like after that because that's a real picture you're gonna like immediately think that everything you're seeing is like fucking real and it was like I'm so impressed by, I mean, I would highly recommend watching that video. It's like really good. He broke it down, but he talked a little bit about how instead of doing like the facial animations to make them like show emotion, they did the body movements. And what they did was they studied like 
you know, because there's, like, archives of, like, animals doing things yeah. on video. And so that's why, like, when they're bowing, those are, like, real movements that an animal makes. But, like, in the context of, like, oh, it's bowing for fucking Zimbo being lifted. Yeah, an yeah, animal yeah. doesn't do that normally. But, like, so they real they use, like, real movements. Yeah, like, the zebras were bouncing up on their hind legs and stuff. Yeah. So I'm sure that's probably how they show, like, So they went for realistic, but, like, they still obviously were talking and, like, yeah. had personality. So I don't care. I think it's because that story is so well known that it worked for me. Like, yeah. if it had been like a new story, I can imagine that I would feel a little bit like less enthused about that. Yeah, since since they did like a pretty much frame for frame redo of the original, and like, oh, um, I loved it, man. I really did. Yeah, it's such like a well known story that like it's it was it was great we knew like all the beats that were coming in like that's like so the one disney how, movie yeah. that i have like fucking memorized yeah because that i feel like because it came out two years after we were born it was like our fucking movie mm-hmm. um like the little mermaid was like my sister's because she was born like right before that movie came out so then that was like the you know like frozen is for like a people that were born when that came out mm-hmm. so that was like the one that i had seen the most like i've probably only seen beauty and the beast like twice yeah you know um, so standouts of Lion King, I'd say that young Simba, fucking great, he's both fantastic. Singer. Young, yeah, both Simba young. and Nala were great. They were, they have fantastic voices and they were really good. And my favorite song was "Can't Wait to Be King." That's like, my favorite from the original, and they nailed it. Yeah, it was so. It so, almost sounded it was so, like the same. Yeah, it was so fun. Like, and yeah. I was wondering how they were gonna do that with like it being, you know, they didn't do the feather plume shit, but like I thought it was great scene. Yeah. And as everybody has been saying online, like Seth Rogen and Billy Eichner and Are fucking uh, great. John Oliver were John all. John Oliver was so good. So yeah, he needs to do more stuff, like voice acting stuff, because he was really, really good. He like as soon as I saw the cast list and I saw that he was playing Zazu, I was like, oh my god, that is such a like perfect fit that you didn't ever think like, of yeah yeah and has he done stuff like I've, obviously he's like I acting don't... on like all of his shit that he's done on like the daily show and things like that but like i'm gonna look that up if he's done any other like pixar or anything like that while we keep talking but he was really good i mean to be honest everyone was good music was great score was great the visuals are like the absolute best part like the bugs and the like just the birds, all of it, just beautiful, stunning. Ten out of ten. Yeah. Um, while you look that up, I'll bring in the hot take that I know you don't. <laughs> I literally cannot. I won't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> but um, while he was in Smurfs. Oh, okay. Oh, he's done quite a few actually. Whoops. They're like not the most well-known things. Like I don't know what Wonder Park is. I don't know. But like he did the Smurfs movies. Okay. He's been in The Simpsons, you know, like yeah, he's yeah, yeah. been in Rick and Morty. Okay. Yeah. Um, while the singing was fantastic, um, I don't think, I think that Beyonce's acting was the weakest out of everybody's in the movie. It was, but it, it, I still stand and I loved the, it, I actually it really like. Liked, she was like. Just completely like recorded her lines in one day without hearing anything else, and it was just like very separate from everything. It was else. a little off. It was like kind of like I don't know, like uh, I, it, it felt like uh, like the chemistry wasn't really there. Like I'll say, "Can you feel the love tonight?" It was like my least 
liked out of all of it. Yeah. Um, I was, like, anticipating that one, I think. And maybe it's also, like, my bias of, like, being, like, super anticipatory for her in general. Because I was like, oh, my God, her is Nala. That's going to be so great. Um, and Daniel Glover. Oh, my God. <laughs> Glover. Glover. <laughs> I'm like, I had, like. Pull sp- out your gloves. <laughs> he was great. Yes. Um, but, yeah, her lines were a little, like, I don't know. It's just, like, something was off there. But, I like, yeah, you're right. Like, was she, like, recording alone? I don't know. I know voice acting is, like, totally different. Um, and it's hard if you aren't, like, in the room with other people because it's hard to, like, riff off each other. Like, I'm pretty sure uh, Seth Rogen and um, Billy Eichner were together. Yeah. Because they yeah. were doing a lot of, like, ad-libbing. Yes. Yeah. So I did feel that it was a little stiff. But it wasn't, like, they didn't give her a million lines, honestly. So no, it wasn't yeah. as, like, it didn't take away from the movie. But... It was a little disappointing, but I mean, every literally everyone else was fucking incredible. Yeah, and it's not to say that she wasn't good, because like that Her singing was good. The like. song that they had, and I, it's definitely a new song. I haven't listened to the soundtrack, so I don't know the name of it. But it's like it's played when they're on their way back to Pride Rock after like they're like, okay, we gotta fucking fix this shit, and it's her, and it's fucking great, and that was such a bop, and I was nervous for there to be, every time there's like a Disney movie where they add new music, I'm always like a little worried that it's not gonna be like, like do they need to do that? But that one was like really good, and I was really happy with that, so. All in all, I would recommend it. If you were hesitant after seeing people like knocking it, I think it's still very worthwhile. It was very fun to watch. Is it our nostalgia for the original <laughs> film that made it fun for us? Because you'd think that that would ruin it or whatever, but I enjoyed it. I had a great time. Yeah. I laughed and I cried. What did you think? Did you think it was less sad though when Mufasa kicked it? I definitely didn't cry as hard as I did, but I was also a fucking kid. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> and I it was do like my think... first movie that had death. Well, nope. No, it I was, saw Titanic, so that's... It always comes back to Titanic. That had a lot of that. Uh, <laughs> no, I think that it was less impactful, but that could also just because we know. Like, mm. you know? True, it's not a twist. Yeah. And even when, like, even if you watch the original one and, like, you know it's coming, it would still hit you harder because, like, that's the scene that and the imagery that visually. you're... Yeah, for that emotion. So, like, Oof. yeah. And I will say, I was also... I remember when the first images came out and I didn't like the way that Scar looked. I thought he was actually really good. The person who played him was great. And then also, um, visually, I thought that they made him look way different than Mufasa. Like, when you're actually seeing it, yeah. they are super different. Yeah, and yeah. also, he was scary. The hyenas were fucking terrifying. That is the one thing that's really different they're not as like slapstick. I know there's like a serious one, but they weren't as like they had some funny lines because obviously it's um, Keegan Michael Key and Eric Andre playing um, two of the hyenas, and they were like really fucking scary. And then they would have like funny lines in a scene that was like really scary. And I didn't think that really fit. Like there's a part where like it's right after Mufasa dies, and then you think Simba is dead, even though we know he's not. And they're, like, looking for his dead body to confirm that. But then they're, like, cracking jokes. And it felt, like, really, like, weird timing. It's like a, a dark, serious visual and a dark, serious, like, story thing happening. And then it's, like, they cut a joke and it just like, was weird. Because yeah. they're supposed to be, like, kind of um, the comedic relief that's not Timon and Pumbaa. Yeah. And a little bit of Zazu, too. And I don't know. That was a little bit off because they went, they went really dark with the visual of them and, like, scary. Like, the scene when they're actually at the fucking, like, elephant graveyard. That was mm-hmm. fucking scary. I did not like that. Like, <laughs> I liked it for the movie, but, like, I was like, oh. Um, so that was, like, one thing that was, like, very different from the original. Uh, but... I mean, 
overall oh my god all the like little random critters that were hanging out with timon and pumbaa were like also scene stealers they were just magnificent. just iconic yes so many good characters loved it <laughs> would totally recommend seeing it yes and now we are eagerly awaiting detective pikachu to come out on dvd next week and i'm getting it and we are watching it because oh my god i just can't get enough pikachu yeah, now we can pause and look at all the Pokemon in the background. And just squish Pikachu's cheeks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. Oh, I love him. Speaking of uh, cute little creatures like Pikachu, um, there's a game that we've talked about a lot on the show that features a lot of cute creatures that's not out yet. It's called Ooblets. Um, we've heard me gush <clears throat> over yeah. this. Um, we've talked about it a lot. It was announced a few years ago at like E3, or at least like shown. Um, and ever since then, we've been, like, super excited because, like, at that point, we didn't know Animal Crossing was ever going to come again. <laughs> and it was a nice replacement that's, like, it's, like, Animal Crossing and Stardew Valley and Pokemon all wrapped up together. It's an indie game. It looked super cute. Yeah, it's, like, a two-person development team. Yeah. And I've been backing them on Patreon for a really long time. Yeah. And, yeah, so there's been, like, weirdly, this, like, tiny little development team has been caught up in like a huge video game industry like conflict i guess yeah. would be the right way to say it and so we wanted to talk be... about that it's really like weird you can all take this any marketing or pr majors out there you can take this all as a lesson in how not to handle giving a community bad news yes yes i agree so basically just to set the scene of what the actual conflict is which i don't agree with it as a whole but whatever is that uh, they were gonna. They're coming out on Xbox and PC. Um, they were gonna be on like Steam. They and, were like, on the Xbox uh, E3. Yeah, they were at the Xbox E3 a little while ago. They kind of distanced themselves from their publisher and because their publisher got bought by Microsoft, and so then they kind of separated away, and so they're not really tied with Microsoft anymore. Because they were gonna self-publish. Yeah, and then now. Like, they were going to release on PC on, like, multiple platforms, most likely, including Steam, which is They've the most popular They've been listed one. on Steam for a really long <laughs> for time. For years now. And so now there's a there's a new store called the Epic Games Store. Epic is the developer of Fortnite. They have a new store that's exactly like Steam. You could it's a competitor it. to yeah. Steam. Like, Origin, any of those. And so the gaming community is very upset about this this game launcher is what it is and it's because like they're buying the rights to like exclusively publish a lot of games to help build up their repertoire and build their name because obviously they own fortnite and they're you know they that's like the, with cash that's like, like the game where like people are paying a lot of their real money they make so much money they make a fucking, fucking lot game. of money so like they're trying to really build up do this launcher. games get paid for people competing with their game with esports like do they get paid to be like the fortnite fucking no they they host it and they're they the ones paying it. but the, there's like advertisements there there's, like, there's advertisements sponsors. and then it's also just, it's advertising for the game you right know? And okay they might offer like you know, specific gear that you can buy in game for like that competition. Right. You know, stuff okay. like that. So, or like merch. Um, the Epic Game Store, there's also other concerns about like security things and like. There's the, been like like a Lime Crime kind of a vibe <laughs> yeah. with like a security breach so, of people's accounts. A lot of people stuff. don't like it. And whenever a game, so basically what Epic Game Store does is they give a developer a boatload of money and in exchange they are, will exclusively release on pc on the epic game store it is honestly helpful for indie developers like the ooblets team 
because they basically they given them like all the money that they would spend on development and more to and like it gives them a means to survive and like we're gonna get into what happened but essentially they did sign with them yeah, and they, they announced it, it yeah. yesterday which is what we want to talk about because the announcement is where I'm upset it's I literally don't give a fuck if they sign with this EGS shit I really don't care yeah that's not the point because it's not gonna affect me because I'm gonna play it on Xbox anyway but. Um, they gave them the amount of money up front that allows that it was like basically they could sell zero games so it gives them that like security blanket um, which is nice and great because a lot of indie devs go into this and then they don't make their money back and then it's really fucked up and like yeah they spend years fucking and it's literally like one girl is making the whole fucking game yeah and like this game is this game is being backed like we said we've been a patron for a long time and like they've been backed by patron for years now and that's how they've been getting a lot of their funding for the game yeah i mean i don't know behind the scenes how else they've been getting funding but but they're getting that yeah 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 um so yesterday i woke up to an email because i get emails because the patreon stuff we wanted to talk about this by the way guys because we've talked about this game a lot and now we're kind of upset and if anyone like has been following the game and like has seen i mean if you follow them at all like you saw the controversy yesterday so we wanted to talk about it because we've talked about the game um so i got an email and it was talking about how they were signing with epic and they made like a blog post and this was the guy ben that is part of the development team or development team um rebecca is the one that's doing like most of the coding and the yeah. yeah all the graphics and the art and stuff um so he made a blog post and like I've obviously I read all of their posts anyway um, because I'm part of the Patreon or whatever and uh, they definitely have like a a sense of humor they have like a a certain like tone that they normally use in the writing Um, so none of that is like shocking but the tone of the blog post and I'm not alone in this most people were really upset about this and that's where the controversy kind of came besides the fact that the people that were already upset about them signing with EGS there's, or whatever. There's Redditors that are really pissed about EGS and, like, f- they're annoying. Have they're, literally never even, like, yeah. seen this game before and they were just going yeah, off. so but, that's stupid. But, but as someone who's been backing it since they were launched um, at E3 or whatever, like, shown at E3, like, I'm very invested, you know, a little silent supporter or whatever. And uh, and there's a lot of people like that. Um but uh, the tone of the blog post was basically just kind of like, and this is what we want to talk about with ter- in terms of like PR, because this is something that I literally like took classes about um, yeah. in school, because I'm a communications major and a big part of communications PR. And you know, um, it's not to say that there hasn't been things in our content creation past that have been like, you know, like been perfect PR moves or not. Yeah, <laughs> you know exactly. What I mean? Like of course, so, like yeah. Um, but, uh, essentially like they kind of tried to like nip any kind of concern in the bud and instead of doing it in the way where you're like trying to explain like why you made a decision, which they did explain why they made the decision and they were pretty upfront about how they did it for the money because they need the money to fucking develop the game. Duh. Um, and most people would not have an issue with that. No, it's I just literally the tone don't care. That it comes across in that they basically were saying you can't be upset. Yeah. They were like. Don't you cannot be angry about this essentially, and I'm not even like kind of paraphrasing. Like they were literally like, you they can't said, be angry about this. Um, you if you're angry ang- about this, you should be angry more about like climate change and human rights violations and stuff like that. And I was literally like, of course, obviously there are way bigger things in the world to be upset about. But I feel like, can you imagine if someone left me like a bad review for my product on Etsy? This is what I was talking about yesterday because I was just like, I just can't imagine like this being the like fucking way These, to announce like, regardless something. Regardless of like 
regardless about how the Epic Game Store stuff, like every single person that you're talking to is your customer or your potential customer, and you cannot just go in like attacking. And my like, thing was that a lot of the people that were upset were patrons. Yes. And uh, I'll get into that, but can you imagine like if someone left me a bad review, um, like a negative review of like one of my products, they were like, you know, bad quality, shipping took forever, uh, you know, it broke, whatever. Um, and, I, and I was just like, you literally can't be angry about this because there are more important things in the world than your fucking keychain. Yeah. There's climate change, sweetie. Like, can you imagine if I said that? And I would literally never. It's um, like if we, if this show, we signed an exclusivity deal with some random podcast player that you've never heard of and, and we would no longer be... Most of you guys be, are on Apple, right? Yeah, most of you guys are on iTunes or... I guess it's not iTunes it's anymore. It's called like Apple Podcasts. It's podcasts, yeah. Um, excuse me, Chris. Uh, so, like, and then we'd be like, "Fuck you guys! You can't be mad. We're making a lot of money from this other podcast player, even though you guys are supporting us on Patreon." Like, yeah, like, like it was just a really and like you can read the blog post. It, I mean, they they literally referred to anyone that would have a problem with this. They lumped them all together with like bad, immature, toxic gamer culture. Which, like, does that culture exist? And, oh my and, god, yes. <laughs> and it is hella leaking into this tiny little community right now because it's all over Reddit. And so, yes, that community of, like, toxicity is coming in. But you can't just, like... A lot of those people were also their... Like, they weren't those people. And they were just, like, patrons that have been, like, supporting them financially for a few years now that were just, like, disappointed that... You know, there were people... Because I guess um, Steam has, like, ability functionality for people that have, like, disabilities, and so they can use... You can use a lot of different controllers. There's a lot of different special controllers that are made for people with disabilities, and Steam lets you use those. And, you know, it's not to say that Epic Games won't ever allow that. They're fucking new. Steam's been out for, like, a decade. Like, we get it. Um, but like, you know, a lot of people are like, I physically won't be able to play your game now because it's not going to be able to be compatible with those controllers I need for my disability. Um, and that's just like a small fraction of like some of the other things that people were upset about. Um, or like the fact that I guess people that use like Linux or whatever, I don't know. There's like, some lang or there's some international currencies that are not supported. Yeah. By there's the language stores, things or, too. Yeah. So, so it just like, it's limited. I still understand why they would make that choice. But, like, there's people with valid concerns, and they lumped them all together. It's like, you cannot be mad. You're toxic if you're mad. Yeah. And so it was just, it really turned me off. I honestly, was, I stopped back in the Patreon. Because yeah, they because literally were saying, they were like, because um, people were that were patrons were saying, like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm upset about this. Or I'm concerned about this, whatever. And some of them were being, like, just normal, mild with their shit. Like, they weren't being, like, angry or whatever. Like, I was reading this shit. And they were like, well, it literally doesn't matter. We will survive without your patronage. Um, we don't need the patron anymore. But they're going to leave it up, they're saying. And they're like, it's basically like they were talking about it. Like, the, the girl was trying to say that, like, they're leaving it up because, like, there's specific content there and that people enjoy it and it's a community and that's fucking fine and you can have a reason there's for your There's very patron. many community-building tools that exist don't on the internet. exist behind a paywall. Yeah, that don't have a paywall. That aren't... Yeah. All, that don't need the payment. Like... You know what I mean? Like the the point of Patreon is Discord, supposed to be where there was a lot of after conversation is a great community building platform that yeah. would function fine for this. Because the point of Patreon is that like you're funding something that wouldn't be able to survive without the funding, or wouldn't be able to reach a goal 
or something, a milestone yeah. or something to expand whatever it is without the funding. Yes. And so that's like, I mean, you, you could have it for a different reason. That's fucking fine. But they were to literally- To basically just be like, we don't need- We don't even need you. I was just, like, well, okay. That, that tone just <laughs> sounds like- it's completely dismissive of all of the funds that people have donated over the years. It's so dismissive like, of that. It's hard not to put it into like the perspective of like, okay, so say we did sign a deal with Stitcher, right? They paid us a bunch of money and our podcast is now available on, on this there. random yeah. shitty app. No offense. Stitcher is just like not the best. Yeah. And like that's fucking over a lot of people. Most people. Most of our audience is yeah. literally on Apple, right? I think the last time I looked, it's like 80 or 90% of you guys are on Apple. Right. So like, and then <laughs> a lot of those people could be patrons. And then we were also like, well, we don't even need the patron anymore. Fuck all y'all that are upset because we don't even, we can survive without you. Like, wouldn't that just be a slap in the face to you? Like, it just would not feel good. So, I don't know. The way like, I would have handled it would be like to be like, okay, hey, we're fucking joining with this shit. Um, here's here, what's going on. Here's why we did it. And then... We know your concerns. Here's how we feel about them. And just leave it at that. And then like, be like, we know this is going to be... Um, like, I would say something about, like, to the effect of, like, we know this is going to be, you know, controversial, and we welcome all of your opinions and concerns. Please email us or talk to us on our Discord, because they have a Discord, uh, and we'll be sure to address your concerns. And then I would wait literally a fucking week, let yeah. all the fucking, like, concerns pile in. Then come back in. Group them up into, like, the main ones that seem to be, like, majority the across the yeah. board, and then fucking write another blog post hitting them all. And you're not gonna satisfy everyone, but you're not gonna fucking make... They're literally, like, arguing with everybody. So, yeah, and right I now what's shocked. going on, in, like, in the Discord is, like, they're there, the two devs, and they're, like, fighting with people and, and like, 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 saying really bad things and like the like the internet exists forever, and like everything's getting screenshotted, and it's just fueling the like the I'd quote unquote trolls even more. And they like refuse to like put out any sort of like blog or anything like apologizing for the tone, which well, so many people. Well, they said that they're not because they don't think there's anything wrong with it. They're like, that's just the way that we talk, and that's just our humor. I'm like it wasn't funny. It's like to put down everyone that's say, backed your game. Yeah, you can say that, but if you have so many people literally telling you. Yo, they were that, hurt by it. that. The tone of that blog post was very mean to me as a Patreon subscriber of your of your stuff. Or you don't even have to be Patreon subscriber; just like a huge fan Fucking waiting for sharing it. the stuff. Like I and like, I can't, I can't emphasize like the tone of the game is literally like. It's like if if it would be like if the developers of Animal Crossing were like fuck all y'all, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was it's like a cute little like animated cutesy fucking. It's just like I never would have expected this from this game. So like if you have all those people like saying that message to you, like even if you think you're wrong, you have to at that point. If you think they're wrong, if yeah, if you think they're wrong, apologize. Yeah, you're so because you it's the whole to. it's the whole like. You can't do the thing where, like, 
So say say I say something to you or, you know, on the podcast or something that, like, hurts people, and it wasn't my intention, right? Because, to be honest, my intention is never really to hurt anyone. But, like, someone emails us and is like, you said something that really offended me, hurt me, whatever. Even if that wasn't my intention, which it clearly, for they're like, oh, it was just a joke. It's like those comedians that are like, haha, I can make a dark joke. It's humor, man. Stop policing comedy. (laughs) Like, you know, it's the same shit where it's like, I hurt someone, and even if it wasn't my intention, a you, famous you, uh, copy of facial retraction. They're <laughs> valid in their feeling that they yeah. had, and I can still apologize for making them feel that way. That fucking sucks, and I would never want to do that. So it's just like, Going, I don't know. and I'm not like, saying I'm a fucking perfect person. I'm sure a lot no. of ranch dressing people out there are very upset at the last podcast. Yeah, but like, you just can't like being it, being the person that made the controversial decision sitting online and just fighting with anonymous people on the internet for hours is not a good look you will never win you gotta log off like even if even if you were are right in that situation you the developer are absolutely right and everybody else is just being dumb it is still not a good look you cannot just sit there and fight with everybody it just it will do you no good to do that and they refuse to just stop and even just back away. They just keep coming with, like, things that, like... It's just turned me off. And it's really sad because it was a very, like... Yeah, I'm no longer... It's a really beautiful and, like, interesting and unique-looking game. And I've been, like I said, like, I've never backed a indie dev on Patreon before. They were the first one... I think they might have been actually one of the first Patreons I've ever backed. Yeah, I think um, they were. Yeah. I back, like, artists and stuff. But, like, it was... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just really disappointed, and it just fucking sucks. And I don't know. It was just a really weird thing to happen. And I thought, you know, if there's a lot of people that have heard me talk about this game, and I'm not saying that don't support it. I'm not saying to not support it. I I'm just saying that, like, do, I... do I think I'll still get the game when it comes out? Honestly, I might. I fucking might. But I am right now. I'm pretty turned off. Yeah, I'm turned off at the you know the I'm not saying they're like that evil. I just think they made a mistake. I think that they need not to being like appreciated and like it's kind of just showing me that like this as soon as they could they can just dump all of the fans that are supporting. It's the just show. weird. I don't know. So I I'm not saying that they're like evil people that we shouldn't support. Like that's not the, you know not every conflict that happens on the internet needs to be so like cancel, cancel fuck yeah. off. I just think that like this is a really good like indication or example of like how PR can really because a lot of people were like they don't need someone to just give us PR BS. They were PR BS exists for a reason. It does, especially when you're like running a business, especially a business that is crowdfunded. That's this why I kept talking about like my store because it's like I can't, I can't like honestly like if you've ever sent me like a customer um, like a customer service question like an Etsy combo or whatever. Um, I speak in not my normal tone because it's a professional exchange and I'm trying to give you service and I can't assume that everyone's like knows me personally and listens to my fucking podcast. Yeah. So you might be like, wow, I was really like a weirdly, not cold, but a, um, professional response when you're used to me being like fucking shit posting on Twitter. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But like on my like account for my shop, I'm not like that. And I don't know. It's just like you gotta be aware of tone. Tone is everything, sweetie. I that's the fucking. I make tea. a lot of social posts for some twitters at work, and I 
And it's engaging with that community too. And it is like video game one. Community. It's always peer. Uh, everything I do is peer reviewed by somebody else, and wording is scrutinized. Which I'm not saying they needed a peer review. No, that, I'm but just like oh. I'm just saying in this in this situation, like with an announcement like that, I don't know. Maybe I would have had a couple been. of people read it, but yeah. I'm just saying that like their their game's not even out yet, and they just burned a lot of bridges, and a lot of people are. No but they don't care be because they, they got care. the money that they were gonna get if they sold it everywhere. So I mean, on one end, like I'm happy for them. Like that's sick. Yeah. It's I literally don't care about the decision that they made. I'm more upset the with the delivered. way it was delivered and handled, and the aftermath has been a fucking nightmare. And yes. I'm just like, wow, I'm really turned off. <sighs> so. I don't know. That's the big gaming news of the day besides, like, Ninja moving to Mixer. You know what I mean? Those were, like, announced the same day yeah. or whatever. Yes. And uh, that one, like, low-key, like, overshadowed that, which was weird. Because yeah, it it's, like, such day. a tiny little yeah. game. I don't know. Yeah. I was very surprised. But... Oh, my God. I saw um, somebody shared Mixer's, uh, like, clothing guidelines online. And what, I like to, what you wear when you stream or like yeah and i have to show you that afterwards i'm not going to show it here now go look it up online it is hilariously terrible like um, bad like for problematic time, or like so, funny yeah, like problematic because like so, it was tweeted with the caption of like this sounds like somebody that's really upset about the quote-unquote titty streamers Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, like, only male presenting nipples or something? You'll just have to read it to see. Can you... Whatever. We don't have to talk about Mixer. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. We're going to go to some ads now, and then we'll go back with quiz and questions. Go back. <laughs> Today's episode of Coffee with Rachel is sponsored by Warby Parker, which is really cool because I've had, what, like five pairs of glasses from them? Yeah, I definitely, at, at this moment in time, I have three pairs of Warby Park glasses, including Same. my sunglasses. Same. Yes. So we have tried and tested and paid our own money for these glasses, and it was really cool when they reached out to do an ad on our show because it's a brand we really love. So if you've never heard of Warby Parker before, they are an online, well, they actually have stores in person, but if you don't have a store, they have an online store for their really cool glasses. They have a lot of like more trendy pieces, a lot of like more unique shapes and things. And one of the coolest perks about ordering from them is you can do a free at-home try-on. And so you can order five pairs of glasses if you're like, yo, I literally, there are so many options. I don't know what's going to look good on my face. And those like things where you try on on a website aren't always like the best thing and so you can get the five pairs of glasses they'll send them to you and you can try them around your house for like five days send pictures to all your friends do whatever and it's all free you don't have to ship for anything and you have no obligation to buy anything at the end of it like you don't have to pay even if you're like yo i just did it for fun or for like a selfie and you're good and then you can send it right back and they give you a prepaid shipping label and so when you do actually try them all on, you find the pair that you really like. The glasses start at $95, including your prescription lenses. And all of the lenses come with an anti-glare and anti-scratch coating. And they also just released blue light filtering lenses, which I know are really popular Honestly, right now. Honestly, I need that. I've literally never tried that, but I'm very tempted in my next pair to do that. 
And so another new thing that they've added is if you have an iPhone X or newer that you can download their app where you can do a virtual try on if you're just like, I just want to try this on right now and not wait for the package to show up. So you can just like, you know, scan your face and try on all the glasses. And that's just honestly, that's really cool. And so a couple of months ago, Chris and I got to do the try on thing, which we had done honestly, probably like 10 times before that. And sure, let's do another round. (laughs) Yeah. And I ended up, well, we both got new glasses and I've gotten a lot of compliments on mine because they're like a gold frame and I don't normally wear things that are like a wire frame and they, I had no idea that they would suit my face, but I wanted something new and I really love them. But yeah, I I like doing the at home try on because like (laughs) I went for like three different lenses that were all tortoise frame that kind of looked the same. And then I was just like, well, let's do two oddballs just to kind of see what they look like. Cause you can find things that you're like, Oh, I don't know if that will work for me. Like That's it's kind a of, risk, but yeah, then you don't like, have to pay for it. Yeah. I've never tried that before. So, and you don't have to go anywhere. It shows up at your house. Like, but the store great. is nice too. Like it's nice to just go there sometimes if you have one near you and just try everything on in there too. So if you're in the market for some glasses or some sunglasses, because honestly the sunglasses are a plus as well. Prescription sunglasses are a game changer. They, yeah, really a game changer. Uh, you can go to warbyparker.com slash CWC and order your try-on kit today. Again, that's warbyparker.com slash CWC to get your free at-home try-on kit today. Today's episode is also sponsored by my art store, shopwd.com. Uh, we have our Leo design out, and I am actually launching something on Tuesday, some new uh, clay sculpted boys that I wanted to shout out here because I never know what to say, and Chris is already laughing at me. Um, and I also, it's a new month for Patreon, for my art Patreon, which is patreon.com slash shopartofad, and we have our new August design, our exclusive Patreon sticker um, for the peach-tiered people, so if you are interested in that you can go and check that out for more information to help support my art all right so we're back with a quiz that will make sense in context when we get to the first patreon question yeah we (laughs) pre-read the binge questions so we can make sure that it wasn't like something that we were going to talk about in the beginning yeah and we picked a quiz based off of a binge question so yes this is choose some young adult books and will reveal a deep truth about you And I liked that in the thumbnail, it was the click series. (laughs) So, you knew I had a click. Pick a fantasy book series. Harry Potter, Twilight, Percy Jackson, or The Mortal Instruments. I can't believe that's on here. Um, I'm picking Twilight. I have to. I'm picking Harry Potter. Pick a book that will make you cry. We've got The Fault in Our Stars, Perks Being a Wallflower, Wonder, and The Book Thief. I'm going to pick Perks because that was probably one of the first books to make me cry. Uh, in the gonna, YA category. I'm going to pick Tiffios for the killing thing between my teeth. Pick a <laughs> classic book. We've got Holes, Catcher in the Rye, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, and The Outsiders. I I actually never read Holes. I only saw uh, the movie. I was okay. one of those people. I'm going to pick Holes because I really liked it. But, um... And then I on maybe this is... I never read Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, because I was just like, I saw God in the title, and I'm like, I, I'm a Jew. I don't... <laughs> That, has nothing. that doesn't even make any sense. I was just like, that's probably not for me as yeah. a child. And then I just, I have no idea what that's about. And I also never read The Outsiders. So I have to be that bitch that picks Catcher in the Rye. Because it's the only one on this list I've read. <laughs> but I don't want to be like that bitch. Uh, you are that bitch. Uh, pick a book from the last 10 years. 
We've got The Hate You Give, Simon versus The Homo Sapiens Agenda, Eleanor and Park, or Dumplin'. I've only read Eleanor and Park. I really want to read The Hate You Give. Yeah. I actually didn't even like Eleanor and Park that much, to be honest. Don't drag me. I didn't get, I didn't finish it. So I'm going to pick The Hate You Give because I know it's good and I just haven't read it yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I'm going to pick Simon. I haven't read any of these. Really? No. We had we like took a minute like I love YA. Don't yeah, get me wrong. I'll yeah. probably never stop reading YA as long as I live. Honestly, nobody can knock it. It gives you some of the best. Why do you think Hollywood makes fucking movies out of all of these? Exactly. Things? Like, but I just like I took like a break and I started reading a lot more um, nonfiction. Weirdly yeah. enough, I miss fiction though. Is that like a thing you do when you get older? I guess I so. don't know, man. Um, pick a dystopian book. We've got Divergent, The Giver, The Uglies, or The Hunger Games. <laughs> Um, I'm picking The Giver. I'm picking I love The Giver. Hunger Games. Pick a romantic book to all the boys I'd loved before. The sun is also a star. All the bright places or along for the ride. I have to oh, pick. Old Sarah Dessen. I have to pick her. It's the only one I've read. <laughs> I'm going with all the boys I loved before. And pick one final book. Oh, God, we know. The Click, Bridge to Arbithia, To Kill a Mockingbird. Or the sister of the traveling pants. What a group! Yeah, I know, right? That is the weirdest group. I'm picking the click. I'll go mugging. It's too much of my. Oh my god. <laughs> it drags me. I think it might drag me too. It says you use humor. <laughs> says you use humor to cope with your painful emotions. Oh my god. <laughs> People tend to seek you out because you lighten the mood and get everyone laughing. You seem like you're always happy, but the truth is you joke to cope with your pain. You hate being serious because it, you think it makes you vulnerable and weak, but you also wish you could share more of your emotions with others. That's the one thing. Like, I definitely do use humor to cope with my pain. Like, but I, you're also I'm like constantly five getting yelled at, at therapy <laughs> for, like, joking about abuse. Yeah. Like, not, you know what I mean? Yes, but, like, making yes, a joke yes, about yeah. something I went through. But you definitely share your but emotions. I'm, five vi- minutes in, we know Rachel's trauma. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's the one thing. I'm not, it's not hard for me to share my emotions, but I definitely am more of a... yeah comedic share even when i'm sharing them though like i feel like i am a little bit like haha um even though it may be difficult you should work on opening up to those closest to you so you can get honest feedback then finally feel heard i don't really need feedback on my pain yeah Um, (laughs) to be honest i got you're ambitious but you're terrified of failure tea (laughs) you have a lot of goals for the future and you believe you can reach them through hard work and dedication however you often sell yourself short because you don't want to fail in your eyes there is nothing worse than giving your all to something only to lose it in the end in the future you need to remember that failure is a part of life and you'll never get to do all the things you want to do if you continue to focus on the outcome rather than the journey that Honestly, fucking go off. Like, I love when BuzzFeed me. has a quiz like that. That like, I, actually I, works. I picked answers that, like, you know, it, it was destiny. I picked them. I feel like I, I just, like, I picked some because I was just like, sure, I'll pick this one. And then it, it got me. Like, I was drawn to that the answer cl- for People reason. that did read the Click series definitely have a lot of trauma. <laughs> like, that's just, you know. Yeah. 
Um, so let's get into some questions. We are going to start off with, like we said, the Patreon questions from patreon.com slash coffee with Rachel. Oh my God, Rachel. It's finally four years in. You got it. You got it. I nailed the, it. You did it on the first time. And let's start off with the question that prompted that quiz. Yes, it is from Jen who said, have you guys seen the trailer for the new Looking for Alaska series on Hulu? And if so, what are your thoughts? I'm curious to see if the story will hold up in 2019 and if it still resonates with you the same way it did when when you were younger. Or I would also want to know how it's going to resonate with people that are like my age when I read the book. So I read the book in 2006. Yeah. So that makes me how old if I was born in 92? I'm not doing the math. 14. You have to do it. 14. Okay. You said 2006, right? Yeah. Okay. 26. <laughs> um, so I did see the teaser trailer. You can watch it on like Instagram. I'm sure it's other places, but I saw it on Instagram. It's a mini series that's coming to Hulu. Um, most of the actors are unknown except for the one girl that is in the Society mm. on Netflix, which I did watch, by the way, for Miss Pikachu. And I'll tell you, it's not my favorite show, but just enough it's a to fun keep watch. <laughs> It's, I mean, I heard them killing people, so it wasn't fun. I don't know. It's like Lost and Lord of the Flies meets CW. It's something. (laughs) But anyway, um, the one girl that's on that show, uh, I forget her real name, uh, she's playing Alaska. And I will say, in terms of visually and everything, uh, the cast for this looks great. Um, They look kind of exactly what I would expect the characters to look like. Um, especially Miles, they picked someone that looks just pretentious enough to be that character. <laughs> um, no offense to the actor, because I'm sure he's a very nice person. Yes. But he looks like the kind of man who would put the killing thing in. <laughs> just kidding. God. That's not the same book, I know. So, Rachel, I was, as, as the internet's um, foremost expert on looking for Alaska. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Um, I call it ambrosia. I want eighty-seven days before. (laughs) I feel like I'm being slapped. (laughs) Please, please tell us. Please tell us. Um, (laughs) So I will say they the way that they do it is they have each character give like the character's most iconic line from the book, which is already just like hot damn, we're here. And every single line made me convulse internally in some way in a weird, shrivelly pain that I haven't felt in years. And, and not to say that I'm like, oh my god, I'm so much I'm above this book or whatever. I just I was fourteen. And also a fourteen in two thousand six. Not a yeah. twenty nineteen fourteen. That's a different type of bitch. I was a two thousand six fourteen year old, which you is a completely different bitch. And I will say I want to actually reread the book before this comes out. It comes out in October, I believe. Okay. And I want to reread the book. It will be the first time that I've read this book since high school. Yeah. You or didn't read it with me when I, you've had you had college? me reread it in college or read it for maybe time. since like freshman year. So like at least at least seven years it's i don't know i i'm i can't judge it yet because i feel like i need to reread it and like with fresh eyes um and it's not like i there's certain things that like i know were shitty and back in the day 
that have problems, but I still find myself enjoying them as an adult when I read them again. Yeah. Like Twilight is one of those things where it's like objectively there's a lot of problems here, but I still have fun. I don't know if it's going to be that way because it does frame itself as really serious. Yes. And yeah. Twilight is not very serious. <laughs> Maybe it's supposed to be, but it, it doesn't read that Even way. Even if it's trying to frame itself that way, it doesn't it's it doesn't not. work. Yeah. So I don't know. I do want to read it and I will watch the series because it you know, that's something that I remember like I really wanted a movie and there was supposed to be a movie and then there was all kinds of stuff. Um, so I don't know I'm just interested to see it as an adult but and I think the casting like I said looks good visually it looks like like where it's supposed to take place I think that if it goes well enough that would be something that they would take and continue on they'll do like a 13 reasons why type of vibe or literally a handmaid's tale right I guess that makes sense (laughs) I'm thinking 13 reasons why because that was a YA book that I read that that it ended and then they kept going when they they really shouldn't have. It's finally ending though. Yeah, thank God. Yeah. But with this, I really hope they just keep it to be one book. I don't think we need a sequel. I don't think we need to see what happens after Alaska in the end. I wonder how they're gonna do the ending because it's if you haven't read the book, this is a spoiler. Um, so we'll put the timestamps in the description. But Alaska like dies and it's ambiguous as to if it was a suicide or a like accident. Um, it's kind of, it's left up to the reader is what he says. Books belong to people, not the authors. Um, so I don't know, (laughs) but in my head it was a suicide because she was very like, it was very preemptive or whatever. Yes. Um, so I wonder how they're going to tackle that. Are they going to make it less ambiguous? Are they going to make it pretty straightforward? I feel like because he's probably involved, they're not going to make it really straightforward. I think they're going to leave it up to you, but how are they going to show that? They're not going to be probably as brutal as, uh, you know, 13 Reasons Why. Looking Which, you know, Alaska. they changed the way completely that she kills herself in yeah. that. Looking for Alaska Season 2, fa- we found Alaska. That's what I really hate that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> those are my thoughts. All right. Well, I'll I'll keep you posted. Read the book, yeah, and then yeah, I have to reread it. Do we have it? We still have it, right? Uh, I think we have it somewhere. Otherwise, that's sacrilege. Um. I know. (laughs) Um, Next question is from Jasmine, and it's not so much a question, but here's a little idea for a fun segment. See, I told you guys we started off. We have very regimented sections of this show from now on. Yeah. Um, Adult tongue twisters. We want to hear y'all fuck up. And they gave us a link. Um, (laughs) They said, don't think I forgot about Fashlight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Shit. All right. So we're just supposed to read these? Yeah, we're supposed to read these. And you guys... This this will be golden. We probably. twist everything anyway. I, I mean, by the end of the show, we can't even just like say normal words like regular. Should we so. say them at the same time, or should we just let's each just go, give a go at it? like? Um, I guess we'll sure. Just Why don't this. you? Well, not at the same time. Yeah, like, each every other person. Okay. Yeah. Um. So the first one is I am not the. F- I thought that said pheasant fucker. <laughs> Um, I am not the pheasant plucker. I am the pheasant plucker's mate. I am only plucking pheasants because the pheasants plucker, the pheasant pluckers late. So I <laughs> fucked it up. This page is called rude or dirty tongue twisters, by the way. I don't know what any of these mean. I slit the sheet, the sheet I slit, and on the slitted sheet I sit. One Damn, smart, I got that. <laughs> one smart fellow, he felt smart. Two smart fellows, they felt smart. Three smart fellows, they all felt smart. That one's not that bad. Yeah. I'm not the fig plucker nor the fig plucker's son, but I'll pluck figs till the fig plucker comes. 
fire truck tires. That's the next <laughs> one. <laughs> Mrs. Puggy Wuggy had a square cut punt. Oh, I would have said some. Is, oh, are you? Is that, it saying uh, that it's rude or dirty because they want you to say cunt? Yeah, and that one and the one fig plucker is supposed to be fucker. Um, oh, okay. Um, Mrs. Puggy Wuggy had a square cut punt. Not a punt cut square, just a square cut punt. It's round in the stern and blunt in the front. Mrs. Puggy Wuggy had a square cut punt. The whole one I just thought of Lila. <laughs> Six stick shifts stuck shut. Rubber baby buggy bumper. Wow. I really hated all of that. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I will say I'm very surprised. I was one of those people that like... You know how, like, in fucking choir, you have to do stupid shit like that to, like, warm up? Yeah, you know, I don't. Tip of the toe, no, I'm the toes, not in choir. Teeth, I don't know. <laughs> and then you'd have to, like, touch your nose and shit while you're doing it. I don't know why they made you do so much extra shit. Just to shit. make you look like an idiot. I know. And it fucking worked, sweetie. Uh, next question is from Sarah, who said, Can you guys give a roundup of your favorite YouTube channels to watch and podcasts to listen to? Ooh, okay. I'm not going to lie. I literally don't listen to podcasts. I am so sorry. I am definitely more of a visual bitch. So when I'm playing background noise, I like to briefly look up. Yeah. Whenever I need something on while I'm doing stuff, because I know you guys put us on when you're like doing chores or driving to work or whatever, I am usually listening to music or watching a Twitch stream um the only podcast that we do listen to on a semi-regular basis is nintendo voice chat from ign yeah to get the like for right news. now lately that's what we've been doing yes most. but i do also listen to the other ign podcasts because i just like the people there and i just follow their stuff and it's nice yeah and i pop into things occasionally but nothing that i'm like religious to anymore yes. right now at least um, i have in the past um, in terms of youtube oof okay so my favorite channels right now are Sophia Nygaard, um, like the Drew Gooden, Danny Gonzalez, Cody Co, Smorgasbord, uh, Michaela Connor. Long, Curtis Connor, Jenna Marbles, and Julian, both together, separate, their yeah. podcast. Actually, that's a podcast I do listen to, but I just, I've watched it on YouTube, so I guess that's why I'm not yeah, associating yeah, yeah. that. Um, um, oh, there's a bunch of artists that I like. The try to... Guys, when they specifically just try every food from one restaurant. Oof, that always murders me. Oh, I love Miss Ladylike. Yes. All the ladies of Ladylike are fantastic people. Um, ooh, I'm just going to my subscriptions right now. <laughs> um, I was in the middle of watching Tati's. You've covered the extent of everything that I've that I watch on a regular basis. Really? Oh. Yeah, I, I mean... I don't really watch much outside of that. I'm going to like my history because that that's really a telling place. Your subscriptions oh, are not even Someone I will say is a new one, especially for anyone who really likes makeup. Um, Shelby Wilson. I really like their style of makeup. It's like kind of the way that I wear where it's more like a, like a natural look that's not really like the heavy kind of like photo ready makeup. So if you like that kind of a makeup style, Mariah Leonard is also really good for that. Um, I actually do find myself watching a lot of videos on Variety for whatever reason. Also, Tristan, um, Tristan the vocal coach, love his work. Absolutely love his work. <laughs> um, I'm probably forgetting a million people. I'm so sorry. All right, and we are going to end with this wonderful question. If you and the Squunks, love your guys' new names for the, 
the trunkum. Oh my god, um, <laughs> you lost yourself. I'm, I am losing it. See, here we go. The tongue twisters, they twisted my brain. Um, if you and the squonks were one book slash TV slash movie character, who would y'all be? So just like picking a character from a media. Okay. It's media. It's media. <laughs> um, so squonks. Squeezy is Mewtwo. Squeezy is absolutely Mewtwo. Those thighs. That demeanor. That voice. Squeezy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris said before that Lila was Mrs. Patmore from Downton Abbey, and I stand by it. Yeah. You know, she's she's ready to be in the kitchen. Now, you know how that thing was going around on Twitter where it was like, oh, yeah, give yeah. four photos of like who you are of different fictional characters. It yeah, says, describe yeah. yourself, but don't use words. Only four fictional characters. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Go. Um, so I, it took me like a few days to come up with my list because I was like, I, I literally have no idea. So I picked, and the, this is my final roundup. I have Psyduck, Callie Torres, Babette, and Janice from Friends, mostly for her laugh. Yeah. Also, I think Janice is one of the most underrated and also underappreciated and most um undeserving of criticism in in tv yeah that and ross's ex-wife yes deserved way more and honestly i fucking hate friends mm. because oh, a lot wow. of it is fucked up wow where were you last episode with like your that own? was my hot take yeah. actually <laughs> take friends off netflix let people suffer no i'm just kidding <laughs> if that's like your fucking show that keeps you like feeling warm and fuzzy then like whatever, whatever. Yeah, i don't give a fine. fuck i'm just saying it did not particularly resonate with me but then i'm also a gilmore girls bitch and a lot of people are like i fucking hate that show mm-hmm. and i get it um i was going to make that tweet but i couldn't go past the two characters that i have in mind and honestly i don't think i need more than two characters it's ben wyatt and eric foreman i think you could literally just post four pictures of ben wyatt doing nerdy shit yeah that- you, i've literally I didn't so know Ben Wyatt that. would be my number one pick as like who I am. I yeah. knew nothing about Parks and Rec going in other than like some of the cast. And when they got to Ben Wyatt's character and they really started to like show a lot more of his like he's also a math genius. I had never seen you so viscerally represented <laughs> in media. Yeah. It's fucking if you want to know what Chris is like, that's Chris. Yeah. It's it's perfect. I have a little Ben Wyatt, and I love, we love. Anyway, that's our show, folks. Happy four years. Let's we're bob. four years old. Woo! Woo! <laughs> yeah, we were born in a leap year. Oh my, God. my baby teeth are falling out. I'm going to save them. Shut <laughs> up. Why is that like the whole episode of baby teeth? <laughs> okay. We're going to go now. Oh, um, I'm so sweaty. We'll see you uh, next time. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would love to have her on the show. I know. Wow. Okay, anyway. Bye. bye. All right, y'all. We talked a little bit about John Green looking for Alaska, the adaptation for Hulu. The beginning of your entire online social media presence. I need you to stop. (laughs) Um, That wasn't the beginning. The beginning was like in 2006. Your penguin fucking... That was, username. that was like yeah. 90 fucking nine or something yeah anyway whatever today we're doing the benches as ya novels so i don't know how many of these i've actually read They're i feel like it's a good time to pick up a ya right now yeah you summer know, i love i love a nice ya love a y'all y'all so we're starting off with jackie goldfarb who is the giver classic Courtney is The Chronicles of Narnia. Sarah Booth is Beautiful Creatures. 
Angelica Fleas is Lord of the Flies. Hannah Barnard is Bridge to Darabithia. Amy Fowler is the Fault in Our Stars. You put the killing bench between your bench. Nathan Dixon is I Am Number Four. Elizabeth Hensley is The Hunger Games. M. Corbeil is The Golden Compass. Beboot McGee is The Book Thief. Jackie Relahan is Red Rising. Serena is My Sister's Keeper. Maddie, that's, is that YA? Uh, I mean, I got, I pulled this from lists of the top YA novels and shit like I, that, so. I feel like Jodi Picoult books are like in regular fiction land, but yeah. I mean, go off. Maddie Davis is Every Day. Julia Shermer is Stargirl. Ali Chandler is The Catcher in the Rye. Jess Monagle is Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Taylor Sutton is A Wrinkle in Time. Joanna Tartaglini is Turtles All the Way Down. Kim Vandersloos is It's Kind of a Funny Story. Teague Phillips is Twilight. Chantelle Piat is Harry Potter. Grandma is The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Sophie Jaramillo is The Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Michelle Cox is The Mortal Instruments. Rebecca Mack is Monster. Gwen Stowe is Go Ask Alice. Kat Schultz is Shiver. Jason Gonzalez is Will Grayson, Will Grayson. Jess Adams is Looking for Alaska. Daisy Blossom Dottie is Divergent. Sonia Vazbrun is Speak. Juanita Cara is Crank. Liz Hallbrook is the host. Chloe Ireland is the Call of the Wild. Caitlin Whalen is the Perks of Being a Wallflower. Flynn is Vampire Academy. And Mackenzie Knight is the Maze Runner. All right, what's one that we have not said yet? Oh. Uh, you could do Paper Towns. Why not? Okay. Every going. other John Green. Yeah, we've got Tyler Malachi. Kalia Pollock. Alexa. Ishbel Mendez. And Ali Malone. Thank you all for suffering through that YA list. I don't know. Um, I mean, hey, you got a book recommendation for the summer. Yeah, there you go. That's your summer reading list. The Coffee with Rachel official summer, summer reading, reading list. list. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. That's um, something. Yeah. Dude, I kind of miss summer reading lists. Yeah. I don't really? miss math packets, but I could fuck up a summer reading list. Okay. You know. Except having, for that book that we we're supposed to read for freshman year at Millersville that, that no read. one read. Oh. <laughs> Not a single person in my orientation except group for read Chris. it. Nobody else read it except for me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I it was something even... about Einstein. Yeah. It was like his mind. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Something. Anyway, we love you guys. Thank you for supporting the show. If you've been a binge since day one, that is insane. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next week. Bye.